Hello, friends, and welcome in to another edition of the Dompcast Quick Hitter Week 10 Preview. The sun is shining in the sky. The chill that is in the air is just crisp enough. It is not yet full winter, but we have a taste of it on our tongues. The Masters is on one TV, and College Game Day is on the other. It's a Saturday in mid-November, and it can't get any better. All right, that was my Jim Nance impression. Uh, Probably terrible. That's all right. I don't really care. I just wanted to have some fun with that. Masters weekend. I kind of love having the Masters uh, going on right now. Um, They're finishing up the second round. Tiger on the prowl. um, Trying to repeat. I think he is five under at the time. Leaders are nine under. Uh, Third round should be teeing off here before too long. Um, And it will be on CBS this afternoon and tomorrow um i think what that means is there's no nfl on cbs tomorrow uh at least not in the uh early window um and i'm not sure the masters wraps up before 4 30 so uh it'll be interesting to see how that plays out plan to be watching the games on fox or you know red zone if you're a junkie um what we're gonna do this morning is I'm late on my weekly schedule. This is Saturday morning. I have not done a Power Rankings blog. Uh, To be honest with you, Veterans Day was Wednesday. We were off, got some stuff done, uh, but I was unable to get it done at work on Thursday due to having to catch up my work from earlier in the week. And then on Friday, uh, I had a little master's fever and Brovi and I hit the links, uh, we both shot, we played nine, you know, both shot, oh, I don't know, 33. Uh, real good day for both of us. Um, Brovy was money on the green. As soon as he got it up there, he was knocking down every putt. Uh, me, my game was definitely strong uh, off the tee. Uh, I was driving the ball, you know, 270 every time, pin straight. Uh, it was a good day out on the course. I definitely think that there's a chance we are playing in the Masters next year. Um, but at any rate, let's get to fantasy football enough rambling on. Uh, first, the thing I'm going to do is I'm going to run down through a quick power rankings um, just to give everybody an idea of where I think people stand. Then we'll get into the preview. Uh, this could drag on a few minutes longer than normal, but I'm going to try to work quick. Uh, in the 10 spot, I think we're still going to have Jake there with his trash boat squad, although I will say the moves Jake made this week um, does upgrade his team. Uh, it's interesting to see where he's at Uh at the running back position, especially this week with Edward Dillaire on bye. And now Josh Jacobs, he'll be starting J.D. McKissick and DeAndre Swift. But uh, we'll get there on the when we talk uh, matchups. Um, still think Jake's the bottom guy, but I definitely think he's moving towards the middle. Uh, then I've got, how do you like me now? That would be Evan's squad. Um, he gets Miles Sanders back, but also, you know, he's, he's without – Travis Kelsey this week. Um, still got Mostert and Edelman on the IR. Uh, his team is good. I don't. I'm not saying his team's not good. I really think that there is a, a solid group of teams uh, that that are in the mix here. Um, but I think Evans kind of fell down, down, down. Uh, injuries have really cost him a lot this year, and the fact that he's got to play, uh, you know, so many guys. He's got a couple Saints guys, um, and. Last week, you know, Drew Brees had a good game. Michael Thomas did not. So you're relying on that. Um, we'll talk again in the matchup section. But right now, I think Evan Evan needs a win in a bad way. Uh, this is where I, I get a little bit 
I'm kind of coin flippy on this, but I'm going to say in the eighth spot uh, in my power rankings, but he's in the fourth spot in the real rankings is Bars, Hyde, and Zeke squad. I just, his running backs are iffy. I mean, this week he's playing Josh Kelly and J.K. Dobbins. Uh, David Johnson concussed out. Todd Gurley by Zeke Elliott by. He picked up Gus Edwards. He picked up Dobbins, which was a good move. He picked up Josh Kelly, which I don't think is a terrible move. But uh, he's going to rely on his quarterback and wide receivers and hope for the best. Um, Barr needs to stop the streak because I believe he's lost a handful in a row here. Um, his streak right now is that he's lost four in a row after starting five and out. So uh, that's where Chris is at. And I think it could be worse after this week. Um, then I have Brovi's team. Uh, I've got You Bet I'm a Threat coming in at seven. Uh, I like the move he made this week. I, I like James Robinson. That's, I think it's a great move for him. His receivers are, are strong enough. Uh, tight end, he's got two guys that most of us um, probably wish we had. Not that either one of them's consistently fantastic, but both have the ability to be. Um, and then he's got Miles Gaskin chilling, waiting to come back on IR. So Brovi's got a team. Brovi, a game out. And I won't be surprised if he makes the playoffs. Uh, right above him in the power rankings, uh, I put um, I put Heath's team. Okay, I know that Heath is a spot ahead of me in the regular rankings, but I'm going to put Heath's team. With McCaffrey going back to IR, Galladay being out again, uh, Heath, he needs a win, and he doesn't exactly have you know big weapons to do it. Um, Thursday night was not great to him. He he did get Antonio Gibson and Antonio Brown from me, and I do think both of them could be two of his better players on the week. Um, but a loss for Heath could drop him out of the playoffs. At the sixth spot, I believe I'm at, um, I'm going with my own squad, Trailer Trash Crew. Uh, got Chris Carson that deal. I do think now that whenever I have the full complement of weapons, healthy and available, I think I've got one of the one of the better lineups. Um, you know, I guess that sounds like me being you know pompous ass, but Kyler Murray has been the best fantasy quarterback. Julio Jones is one of the best. He's one of the best receivers. Period. But fantasy wise, he's come on strong. Dalvin Cook has been the best fantasy running back. Uh, Chris Carson has the ability to be a top 10 fantasy running back. And, you know, I've got explosive pieces. So I uh, have my team there at six um, with the chance. I got I really would like to pick up a win this week. Obviously, everybody's going to say that. But falling, uh, falling down to Brian after a big scoring week last week is really going to hurt my chances. Uh, at number five, we're going to go with, I think I'm at five. You know, quite honestly, I don't know. Uh, Let's recap. I've got Jake. I've got Evan. I've got Barr. Brovi, Heath, myself. So maybe I was five. Anyhow, popping in right ahead of me is DJ, too easy. Um, He gets Nick Chubb back. There's rumor that he might be getting Austin Eckler back sooner rather than later. Um, Could really set him up for a good late run. He just traded James Robinson. Uh, I think that was, you know... Like I said, I I understand the reason for the move, but I think if you have McCaffrey, Chubb, and James Robinson, you've got three top 10, top 12 running backs. Um, Mike Davis is useful as long as McCaffrey's out. I think his receivers are weak, but again, for the Bills, it's a great matchup. Again, we'll talk later uh, on that. I think DJ is moving in the right direction based on health of his players. So keep an eye on that. 
then we got Ethan's team, the Fly Miami Bro 22. He also made a move to solidify his running back uh, rotation. He's got Josh Jacobs now. Uh, really liked Ethan's team, what he's molded together. Uh, remember, he's got Amari Cooper and Tyree Kill chilling on the bench. He's got a great options at quarterback Justin Herbert and Lamar Jackson. Uh, week by week, I am convinced that this is the team to beat um, more so. Uh, you look at some matchups. I know the Packers have some good matchups going forward. I know that the Eagles' schedule actually kind of gets easy for Fulgham and Goddard. Um, the Browns, I'm not sure about. And with Chubb coming back, you may be concerned about Kareem Hunt's ability to be as useful as he was, but he was super good before with Chubb. And then Herbert has, like, the best playoff schedule for a quarterback. So Ethan's team, uh, he's going to sit at three right now only because the other two have been one and two most of the season. Uh, number two, we have the Cupcake Queen. You guys know I love this team as well. Um, she's going to have some issues this week possibly with David Montgomery, who's a Monday night guy, uh, being in the concussion protocol. So she may have to make some moves. Um, Kenyon Drake may be back, which would be good for her. She's got a solid, a absolutely solid platoon of wide receivers. Uh, obviously, everybody knows Keenan Allen, Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, great. Jerry Judy has come on, and he has a better schedule going forward. Ben and Ayuk has come on. He he could be just like Debo. You know, they get him the ball. He might catch four, five, six passes at four or five yards of depth, but then they have ability to turn it up field, get yards, be like that running back, running back through the air. Uh, and then Jalen Rager got the deep threat ability. I think Jalen Rager is going to have a strong second half of the season. I mentioned the Eagles' schedule gets a little lighter, and I think the Eagles uh, are going to have – Besides Deshaun Jackson, I believe the Eagles are going to have their full complement of weapons this week for Carson Wentz. Uh, and I think this could be a turning point for their season. And I think the Eagles I think the Eagles are the best team in that division. Um, I probably would have been between them and Dallas prior to the season. Obviously, Dallas is awful. And then feeling like a bitch uh, at the top of the ranks. Um, I'm, I'm souring on his team a little bit each week, uh, but he's still at the top. He's got Metcalf. He's got Russell Wilson. Great stack. Derrick Henry has been fine on the ground, but has not caught many balls, if any, over the last two weeks, and has not gotten the end zone. Um, they're letting Jonu Smith and Deontay Foreman get the uh, rushing or running back receiving touchdowns. Uh, he also has Mike Evans, who Mike Evans is going to continue to be a startable guy because he's got the possibility for a touchdown. But if he doesn't score – He's probably not anything better than a low-end wide receiver three. Um, and he's still going to draw the shadow. He's still going to get the team's best corner if they're a man team. Uh, I think Carolina uh, – I'm trying to think of the guy's name. They've got one guy who does do the shadowing in Carolina. He's not great, but I think he will shadow uh, Mike Evans. Jeff also will be without Joe Mixon again. And quite honestly, Jeff's bench is – I mean, he's got Mixon there now, Daryl Henderson, who Daryl Henderson's probably going to play, uh, and then Sterling Shepard. Outside of that, I don't love Jeff's bench, um, but we'll see how it goes. This week uh, could be a bad one for Jeff. Uh, so that's the power rankings. Uh, sorry for getting kind of out of order. When you're not writing it down, you kind of lose track of the numbers. Um, so let's go into the preview for week 10. We'll start with my matchup as usual. And it's a seven versus nine matchup as far as playoff standing go. But boy, is this going to be a freaking bloodbath. Uh, myself versus you bet I'm a threat. That's Brovi. And we both have some hard hitters. 
Uh, I got things going on Thursday with Johnny Smith. He got a rushing touchdown, as I just mentioned. Uh, finished with 9.5 points. Not a, not quite his projection, but at tight end, you'll take it. If you get a touchdown at your tight end, check off the list. Just check it off. Your tight end succeeded. If he gets six points, seven points, whatever, he succeeded. So I'm fine with that. Um, I've got Kyler versus Buffalo, which is the highest point total of the week. Brian's got Deshaun Watson versus the uh, Browns. Obviously a matchup where Deshaun could be great. Um, receiving core, i got to go with Justin Jefferson, Chase Claypool, and T. Higgins. Yeah, I'm starting three rookie wide receivers in my three main wide receiver spots. And it's a necessity this week with Julio on by, but it's three guys I like. Jefferson against Chicago. I'm going to have – there's a lot going to be going on Monday night for me with Jefferson and Dalvin uh, against the Bears. Bears, good defense, but uh, I think it's going to be a competitive game. I actually think Minnesota is going to win that one. Um, for Brian, he's got Lockett against the Rams. I think Rams and Seattle is maybe the second highest point total of the weekend. Uh, so that could be good for Tyler Lockett. He won't see Ramsey. Uh, Ramsey hasn't shadowed, I don't think, from what I recall, that he's shadowed all year. Uh, but if he were to shadow, my guess is that he would probably be on DK. Although Ramsey's kind of a... Nah, that'll be interesting. I, I don't think he'll shadow. I think he'll play one side. Um, Juju against the Bengals could be good. Boyd against the Steelers. The Steelers' uh, weaknesses, as far as in the passing game, are generally against the slot and the tight end. Uh, Mike Hilton, not exactly the best cover corner. He's more of a blitzer and, a, you know, open field tackler uh, playing cornerback. Running backs, we both have A1 guys, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones. Uh, Aaron Jones is going to feast against Jacksonville. That's what scares me the most. Same with Brian's two. He just acquired Robinson. Green Bay is awful against the run. Uh, could be a really good game for – if Jacksonville is going to – what I can hope for is that Jacksonville wants to run the ball, control the clock. James Robinson eats up a bunch of yards but doesn't score touchdowns, and they keep Aaron Jones off the field. That's the best case for me. Uh, Carson, for me, I don't think he's going to play. It scares me. Uh, kicking myself for this week at least, getting rid of Gibson, but uh, we'll make it work. We'll figure something out. Both of us going with coin flips in the flex. Kicker, defense, you know the whole deal. Um, it's projected 146 to 140. I've seen the projection line move actually like six points in my favor. I think it was almost up to 150 to 136 or 138 after Thursday, but it's coming back a little bit closer for me. Uh, I, I don't want to give a pick on my own matchup, but I think it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be a good one, and we'll see what happens. It'll be Monday night. We won't know till Tuesday morning probably. The Cupcake Queen versus Fly Miami Bro 22. And Stacy is projected probably the highest point total of the week, um, as has been kind of the norm. She's going to go with Rodgers against Herbert, two great quarterbacks, uh, two of the top probably five you could have, both of them in pretty decent matchups. Uh, Herbert against the Dolphins maybe a little bit less uh, exciting than, than some of his other matchups coming up, but... Uh, I think he'll get it done. I think he'll, they'll both hit the 20-point mark. And the good thing for Stacy is if Herbert's throwing touchdowns, there's a pretty solid chance he's throwing to Keenan Allen. Um, but to counter back, Ethan's going to send out Devontae Adams' catch passes from Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams is projected 20.83. Devontae Adams should be projected like unlimited points until otherwise it shows because he's just unstoppable right now. Um to round it out for Stacy, she's got Robinson and Cup, Ethan Woods and Fulgham, uh, running backs Camara, Montgomery. If Montgomery plays. Stacy has a big advantage at running back. 
Ethan's got Hunt and Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs against Denver. Uh, they're they're not an underrated defense. Denver is, and Josh Jacobs hasn't been that effective catching the ball or scoring touchdowns. He when he scores, he's good. When he doesn't, he's average. He's been getting yards, been getting enough carries. Hasn't been involved in the passing game. If Denver takes an early lead, it could cut into Josh Jacobs' role. Um, Darren Waller is tight end one of the week with Kelsey on by. Dallas Goddard could be a great matchup against the Giants. Flexes, Jerry Judy, Leonard Fournette, both guys with good projections. Um, best kicker in the game, Justin Tucker. Best defense, statistically, fantasy-wise, probably Baltimore on Ethan's side. Uh, Stacy has Chicago defense on that Monday night deal, so... Her matchup uh, will not be decided until Monday night. And also with uh, Montgomery. If Montgomery doesn't play, she might be in a little bit of a pickle. I'm not sure what she'll do there. She'll try to make a pivot beforehand or stick it out to last minute and pick up like Cordero Patterson or whatever. Uh, on the next matchup, we got Hyde and Zeke versus Too Easy. And it's a close projection. Borg got 11, no 10 from the Colts defense. Um DJ had nobody on Thursday night. Projections have them under a point of each other, so this is going to be a coin flip. Josh Allen, Jared Goff, quarterbacks. Josh Allen, uh, this is another one where the quarterbacks are involved in the higher point total games, which could show, uh, you know, great production. Josh Allen, uh, I think, without a doubt, is going to exceed his projection. Jared Goff, I would think the same. Uh, and It's lower. It's 18.3. But you never know when, uh, yeah, Miami. You never know when the Rams decide they want to just turn on the running game and go with that for you know give Daryl Henderson twenty carries. Uh, Barr has Hopkins, Fuller, and Godwin at wide receiver. DJ with the two Bills guys, Diggs and John Brown, and his newly acquired DJ Chark. I definitely give the edge to Barr there. Although John Brown, Stephon Diggs, and those high point total games uh, could both exceed expectations. DJ definitely has the advantage at running back. He's got Duke Johnson filling in for David Johnson, which kind of is a gut punch to bar, as well as Chubb uh, likely returning from IR. It hasn't actually happened yet, to my knowledge, uh, but the feeling is he'll be playing against Houston, who's not a good run defense. Barr taking a shot with Josh Kelly and J.K. Dobbins, and I'll tell you what, they're both projected under eight points. Bar, I'll bet you you made the right choice because I bet they both exceed expectations. Maybe not by a lot, but I really like Dobbins going forward. Uh, I know Jake had thought about maybe dropping him earlier in the year uh, just because he wasn't sure what to do with that backfield. And I wouldn't have dropped him. Uh, I know Barr ended up claiming him on waivers. I can say that I had a claim on him, and I can say that I'm sure I wasn't the only other person. Uh, I like Dobbins rest of the season. I think Baltimore gets a little more straightened out. They go back to heavy run approach, allow Lamar Jackson to take some shots down the field off play action, and uh, you know open up that playbook a little bit more as they're still obviously in the thick of things in the AFC. Uh, in, in order for Mark Andrews to do well, he'll need that playbook opened up. Mark Andrews has been one of the draft busts of the year, in my opinion. Barr's going to go with Eric Ebron. Uh, both guys have decent flexes in Devontae Parker and Mike Davis. Uh, as I said before, Barr's defense got him 10. DJ playing the Miami defense. I'm not sure. People like Miami's defense this year, and I don't hate it. I don't like it against the Chargers. I think the Chargers will score on them. Uh, Herbert has only thrown like two picks all year. Um, Herbert has the ability to escape sacks, throw out of sacks. He hasn't taken a ton that I know of, and his offensive line sucks. So uh, we'll see there. 
I'm going to give the edge to Barr. I think his receivers have great games, all three of them. I think they all could really go off, and I think DJ is going to rely on his running game. And with uh, Chubb just coming back from IR, I think he could be splitting more work than normal with Kareem. And I'm going to give the edge to Barr. I don't feel great about that. Um, honestly, it doesn't matter to us. People that are below you two, who wins? You guys duke it out. Uh, I said I would rather have Barr's team in the playoffs, so maybe if he wins, knocks DJ down. If I stay alive, I could play Barr in the first round. That'd be great. I would love that. Um, we have Evan's team, which is Heath. He's going to continue with that name against How Do You Like Me Now, which is a team that is owned and operated by Evan. Uh, Heath started off slow with a 3.10 from A.J. Brown. Um, nothing on Evan's side. Evan projected to win by a pretty handy, handy margin. Um, I don't think that's – I, I think I messed that up one other time, and I ended up saying someone was getting handy. So uh, let's just take that out of the repertoire of my uh, expressions. I like Heath. Uh, you know, I like Antonio Brown. Obviously, I picked him up when I knew that, traded him to Heath. I think there's big upside, but I think it's one of those ones where you ne- you're never going to know when to play him, so you have to commit to playing him all the time, uh, and you might get burnt. I think this is a week where he could succeed. Um, Brandon Cook's in a good spot as well, so they can hopefully make up ground for what A.J. Brown failed to do. Uh, I love Antonio Gibson this week. Um, I wish the trade deadline was a week later. I probably would have held on to him through the Detroit game. Detroit stinks against the run. Uh, Chase Edmonds probably going to get one more run as the main guy. He's only projected 10 points. I think if Drake plays, I still think Edmonds leads the team in touches, Um, but it's probably his last hurrah to be the only guy there. Uh, Noah Fant, I love Noah Fant this week as well. Uh, Zach Moss, sorry, Bob, I don't think you're getting that much run this week. I think that's going to be an aired out. I think Josh Allen's thrown for 400. I think it's going to be running gun on both sides of that Arizona and Buffalo game. Uh, for Ethan, no, I'm sorry, Evan, he's got Drew Brees and Michael Thomas against the 49ers. Uh, Michael Thomas could be in for a battle with my man Jason Verrett. Jason Verrett has been a mid-season All-Pro, uh, top four in most corner statistical categories, uh, back from injury, long long has been injured, former TCU, former Charger guy. Not too many of those besides my man LT and now Jason Barrett. Uh, Darius Slayton in a matchup with Philly. I don't love that. Darius Slayton versus Darius Slay. Uh, I don't love that at all. Cole Beasley in that, uh, Cole Beasley in that matchup with Arizona. He's not the guy that's going to score the touchdowns, but Cole Beasley could be in play there. I don't hate that. James Conner against the Bengals, he's going to eat, although I said that last weekend and he didn't eat much. Uh, Lat Murray, Ev, you got to do something. I, go, I see you got Miles Sanders in your flex. And now that I'm looking at your other options, I guess you really don't have any. Um, I, I wouldn't necessarily be rostering two kickers at this point in the season. Um, but if you want to play the backup running back on the Saints uh, for the second week in a row, I guess that's your choice, and you know you you do what you want to do. I know you're not going to listen to this, um, so I can talk all the shit I want on you. Uh, I think it's a dumb move. Anyhow, Gronk in the tight end spot, filling in for Kelsey, who's on by. That'll be just fine. The Eagles' defense this week, I think, is a great defense to have. Matt Prater uh, as well, good kicker. So I think Evans going to get that win. Low start by low and slow start by Heath. I think lead to an Evans victory. And to wrap things up where we started this podcast, we got one versus 10 feeling like a bitch versus trash boat. And I, 
for all of us at the bottom, you know, at six, seven, eight, nine rankings, we have to root for Jeff to win this. It does us no good for Jake to win. So, Jeff, get your head out of your ass, make up for Derrick Henry's 11.9 points, and get your shit right, okay? Uh, Jeff will be fine if Joe Mixon is out. He's got Gio Bernard now, um, so that's good. It gives him good running back depth. He's got Robbie, DK, and – or, yeah, I'm sorry. Robbie, DK, and Adam Thielen playing wide receiver for him. Good group. Uh, obviously, Russell Wilson in that great matchup with the Rams. Now, the Rams, I forget the stat I heard exactly, but they're very good against the fantasy quarterbacks, running backs, and receivers fantasy-wise. So, uh, could be a down game-ish for Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, but I expect them to be in that game, and in order for them to do that, Russell and DK will be playing well. Uh, Jared Cook, tight end, he's just like my guy, Johnny Smith. He's either going to catch a touchdown or score a touchdown, or he's not. And if he's not, he's basically useless. Um, touched on Mike Evans earlier with his status. Uh, I think he'll be fine this week against Carolina. On the other side, and this is where it gets super interesting for Jake because he's he's throwing haymakers. He's he, you know, there's a chance he he hits and knocks Jeff out. There's a chance he whiffs and catches an uppercut and he goes out. And I kind of love it. It's a great strategy when you're an underdog. He's going with Drew Locke against the Vegas Raiders, and I think it's a great play. Drew Locke stinks quarters one through three. Drew Locke in the fourth quarter is like Joe fucking Montana. Um, he He's only projected 16. My guess is he's up in the 20s. I think there's points to be scored in that game. Vegas doesn't have a good defense. Denver doesn't have a great offense, but they've got enough weapons. I won't be surprised if Denver pulls off that upset. Um He's going to roll out Terry McLaurin in his uh, debut on Trash Boat. And guess what? Terry McLaurin will have a feast, even with Alex Smith under center. Detroit defense, as mentioned, not very good. Uh, He'll probably see some young corners. I believe they have a rookie in a first year, a rookie and a second year guy starting at corner for them. Deontay Johnson against Cincinnati. I love all the Steelers receivers, uh, fantasy wise, and just as they're all like really good players. Um, Deontay people tout as the most talented, uh, most explosive maybe is the word. Um, but it doesn't matter. You play all three of them. Deontay's going to have a good game. Claypool could have a good game. Sure. Every now and then you're going to miss, but more often than not, it's going to hit like that. Love Christian Kirk. He'll exceed that, that, uh, projection only 12.85 points. JD McKissick, Deandre Swift. Here's another where he's taking a big shot. McKissick has been the passing down back. There's a chance there's a chance Washington plays from behind, although I don't know. I wouldn't expect this game to be a shootout, but Alex Smith loves dumping the ball off to running backs. I think McKissick will be a great play this week. DeAndre Swift, however, I'm not sure about. I love his potential. I think that's the Detroit back to have. I feel a lot similar to him and how I do with J.K. Dobbins, and that's a guy going forward that I think they're going to commit to more and more and more, see what you got, get something out of your rookie uh, kind of build his confidence for the next year, especially in Detroit where you're not going to the playoffs this year, most likely. Um, but against Washington, they're good up front. They've got one of the better front fours in the, in the league uh, and some good linebackers as well. Um, I think it could be sort of tough for Swift, although I wouldn't be surprised to see him get his point, his projection, you know, maybe with a few catches out of the backfield, maybe he gets in the end zone once. Uh, same here with Jimmy Graham. He's another guy that's underrated. He led the league in red zone targets, and he may still, um, but he's definitely a guy that you can play week in and week out. He's he's probably the player throughout all of fantasy 
that will start on more teams than any other player. He'll probably, on a, in an average 10-team league, I bet Jimmy Graham starts on like three of the 10 teams throughout the season, um, which shows that he's been useful. Just not a guy that on a week-to-week basis, if you have another tight end, you want to hang on to for roster uh, construction purposes. Um, both have solid kickers in Will Lutz and Jason Myers. Jeff has the Tampa Bay defense against Carolina. I think they'll be fine. There's points to be scored there, but I also think uh, they could get after Teddy a little bit. And then Jake has – this has been the best uh, fantasy defense, I guess, in my recollect, my recollection, Pittsburgh. Uh, I, I whiffed big on them last week, and I think everybody did. I think they bounced back and since he give Joe Burrow a hard time. Uh, that's that's going to do it. Uh, I think that – I guess I should say in that matchup I like Jeff. Um, he just has better players on his team overall. So that's going to do it for our uh, preview and – power rankings episode uh this was longer than i anticipated and when you're talking to yourself um (laughs) it's hard to carry in a conversation with yourself i i'm trying to pretend i'm talking to you guys but uh i deep down inside i know i'm just like spitting bullshit to myself so please listen to this because i just put a half an hour of my life that i'll never get back into giving you my thoughts uh, hopefully we'll be back to regularly scheduled uh, programming this upcoming week with the blog on time and podcasts coming out on Wednesday and Friday or Saturday. So uh, big day tomorrow, final round of the Masters, NFL. I believe it's the first time ever that the late window will have more games than the early window. I believe it's five early, six late, I believe. Um, so enjoy watching football, watching golf if you're into that. And uh, stay healthy and safe. We know it's getting kind of bad out there again. Um, Just use, you know, common sense. Don't be an idiot. I mean, that's easier said than done, especially this group of people. So everybody have a good weekend.